Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let us pray. We thank you, O God, and we ask that you would prepare our hearts, prepare our minds, prepare our voices to proclaim the coming of your Son, in whose name we pray. Amen. Well, um, if you're a football fan, you know that yesterday was the day of conference championships. Uh, if you're a Clemson fan, congratulations. At least now you can say you beat Carolina this year. No. 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 Sorry, you beat my team. <laughs> you know? So, anyway, today then is Selection Sunday. Today is a day when all of the bowl games are chosen, which is the way that the football season in college ends ends the year um, as it pits two teams up against each other and, you know, somebody makes a ton of money except for the teams. But so we're going to find out where our teams will play and who they'll play against and what day they're going to play on. How many of you have ever been to a bowl game? I've actually been to several bowl games and uh, I know that may surprise you as a Tar Heel fan because we don't always get to go to bowl games like some of your schools. But I have been to some. Uh, but the truth is, I've actually been to two bowl games that my team wasn't even playing in. When I was in high school, when I was a sophomore, I went to the Cotton Bowl and, and watched the Tennessee Volunteers take on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Tennessee won that game, by the way. And then my senior year, some of you may have been at this game in 1992 on January the 1st. I was at the Citrus Bowl where Clemson played um, California. Who do you think won that game? California. California won that game. Actually, they smoked the Tigers. Um, so, and the truth is I had to actually Google to find out who played because I didn't remember, and I'm sure many of you don't want to remember that game either because it was very strange. But it was a lot of fun. But why would I go and watch teams that I didn't care anything about? Well, it's because, my friends, I was in the high school marching band. I know, you're jealous, aren't you? Truth is, I didn't really like being in the marching band. I, I, I played the clarinet, and you realize how futile it is to be out there because nobody can hear your instrument. You're just kind of out there to march. But when you went to these events, that, that sort of made it worthwhile because, you know, that was the benefit of being in marching band because we were actually a really good one and so we were invited to go to different places and so we were invited to go and be in the Cotton Bowl Parade and in the Citrus Bowl Parade which was which was really awesome and, it, and it's also a little different than regular marching band because we weren't making a bunch of formations basically you were playing and marching in a straight line down the road okay but it seems kind of easy to outsiders but it's not because the truth is you have to stay in sync because we were still being judged. And so you had to make sure left, right, left, right, left, right. And everybody had to be stepping at the same time with the same span exactly right. The lines, otherwise the lines would get out or the feet would be off. You had to stay in sync. And this became more and more challenging because for one, you had to pay attention to the people around you. The people, person on your left, person on your right, person in front of you. And so you would know exactly where to be. 
But there were also all kinds of distractions going on. We were walking through major cities, Dallas, Texas, Orlando, Florida, places we had never been before and seeing all these amazing things. When we were in Orlando, we were actually in Disney World marching through it. Do you know how distracting it is when Mickey Mouse is over there? <laughs> but not only that, these were big parades, and so they had animals in them, like horses. And so while we're marching, we had to dodge the little gifts that the horses were leaving behind on the road. I know. And so, because if we saw them and missed them or hit them, we would get out of sync. And that was the most important thing with marching in the parade. You had to stay in sync. But it's not always easy, and it's not always easy in life, is it? Because sometimes... You're going along and, and things are going well. The people around you, it, it, it's as if you're in a wonderful concert together. Everything is in harmony. But then one misstep and everything gets off. You know, your, your job's not working out. Your relationships are, are, are a struggle. Um, finances are, are a problem. And it's just not going the way it's supposed to go. You have all these plans for your life, and, and then you get out of sync, and, well, it doesn't really work out the way you thought it would. You know? Case in point, a few years ago, there was this uh, virus that went around. Maybe you've heard of it. It was called COVID. And it started this worldwide pandemic, which pandemics are worldwide. And, and it made all kinds of impacts in so many ways, didn't it? I mean, you, you had all of a sudden everything was shut down and the things that we were used to doing like waking up and going to work and being with people, well, that all came to an end. Because for a while, we weren't going anywhere. And then some folks were working from home. Some folks still are working from home. We were, we were used to going out and seeing the bright and shining faces of the people around us, but. You know, for a long time, they were covered with masks. School was different. Work was different. Church was different. It impacted us in so many ways. And it, it, had, it, it caused so much out-of-stepness that it threw everything off. Because in the process of our fear and our struggles through all of this, it even, it even influenced our minds and the way that we treat other people. We got so wrapped up in our politics during that time that we would say things and believe things or that we didn't know whether or not it was true and we didn't know who to believe. And everything was just out of sync. That was probably what was going on in the day when John the Baptist hit the scene. The Romans had invaded Jerusalem and sort of taken it over and they were in charge of everything. And this threw off the lives of the people there. But John the Baptist was out in the wilderness. And all of a sudden, the people were coming out to this weirdo in the wilderness, this freak in the forest. And he was baptizing them for the repentance of sins. And, and he, he was proclaiming strange things. He was saying, repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. The long-awaited Messiah that, that they were hoping and praying would come to save them from this turmoil, well, he was on his way. Not only on his way, he was close. 
And they were coming to repent and to be baptized. But then some of the religious leaders, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, came out. And he had some words for them. Instead of honoring them for being the special people that they were, he said, you brutal vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath that's to come? You're going to say that we have Abraham as our ancestors. In other words, hey, we don't need to worry about the Messiah coming. We don't need to worry about anything because we're God's chosen people. We're picked. But he said, God can make children of Abraham from these stones. He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. I baptize you with water, but one is coming who baptizes with the Holy Spirit and fire. I'm not worthy to carry a sandal. He said the axe is laying at the, at the foot of the tree to cut it down. That, that doesn't bear good fruit. Repent. Repent. Now, if you've ever heard a sermon around Advent time, you know that the word repent literally means to turn around. To go in the opposite way of where you're going. In other words, you're heading away from God. Repent means to turn to God. And the truth is, we oftentimes get out of sync. We get out of step with what God wants from us, with, what hap with the way that we're supposed to be going. And when we're out of sync, we end up doing things that we don't want to do and not doing things that we know we ought to do. And so we are called to repent, to turn around, to go the way God has planned for us. I mean, a lot of this happened during the pandemic, did it not? I mean, so many people were saying and treating people horribly that they would never treat before. Why? Everything was out of sync. I mean, look, churches throughout the world struggled during that time because everything changed, right? I mean, people were used to getting up and coming to worship on Sunday mornings. But here we are, what? Two years later, almost three years later, and still not everybody has returned. Why is that? Well, some folks got so upset about the way churches handled it that they quit coming. They were either upset that the church was too, too conservative on the matter and, and didn't care about anything, or they were too liberal on the matter and they tried to, to make things very cautious. And so they quit coming. But the truth is, those, those numbers are few and far between. The reality is, most people just got out of step with coming to church. It's a habit, and they quit coming, and it's very difficult to get back in step. And so that's the struggle. A lot of times, folks, when we get out of step with life, it's hard to get back in sync of where we're supposed to be. It's hard to march to the beat that God calls us to march to. But here's the good news. You see, John called for repentance. And Jesus came to help us repent. Because we don't have the strength to turn ourselves around. We don't have the power to go the direction that we need to go. God has that power. God turns us around. So I want you to think for a minute in your own life. Where are you out of sin? What is it that you should be doing that you're not doing or shouldn't be doing that, that, that you are doing? What is it that you believe 
that maybe isn't quite in line with what Scripture teaches. I mean, you know what's good and what's bad. You know what Jesus proclaimed, right? You know about life and love and how we're supposed to treat other people. So ask yourself, where am I out of step with what God wants for my life? And then repent. Turn around. Pray to God for help with that. And so this week, I want you to honestly ask yourself, where am I out of step? And then pray that God helps you get in sync and do something this week. One small thing to help yourself repent, to turn around, to get back on track, to go the direction that God wants so much for you. Because, my friends, that's what we're called to do. That's what John the Baptist was calling everyone to do, was to prepare the way of the Lord. And the reality is we prepare the way by preparing ourselves. Because we don't know when Jesus will return, but we do know that he will return. And so in order to do that, we are called to prepare. We are called to repent. We are called to get in sync with what God wants for our lives. So where is God calling you to change? Because the time is now. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent.